What up, what up, Fantasy Football Hustler, back at you. We got another must-start, must-sit video. This is for the running backs and the wide receivers. If it's your first time here, smash subscribe. Don't forget, we got the must-start QBs and tight ends coming out tomorrow. Go check out the waiver wire videos if you haven't done that. And turn on all notifications because we're doing live streams damn near every day. So make sure you tap in. Let's get to Thursday Night Football. We got the Dolphins going up against the Bengals. Why do we have to have these injuries going up into this game? Joe Mixon's banged up, but they said he's going to play. So you got to play him. For the Dolphins, though, I'm so nervous about starting Edmonds. I and mean, workload just has not been there. Raheem Mostert is getting more work, but I don't want to start either one of these guys on a Thursday. If they ball out, so be it, because I don't want to catch no 5.6 points. You know, on a Thursday, that would just suck. And jumping back to the Bengals, Samaje P. Ryan, you're not going to start him, but I know he was a big waiver wire pickup for a lot of people because Mixon was hurt. If you're in a super deep league, I bet you could still throw him in there. I bet he gets a couple receptions. But he ain't going to get no greasy touchdown. That's going to Joe Mixon. Now for the wide receivers on the Dolphins, you're never sitting Tyreek. You're never sitting Waddle. We don't even have to mention that. You're always playing them. And for the Bengals, of course, you're playing Chase. You're not sitting him, but he is going to be getting X, Xavier Howard. T. Higgins, he did get in two days of practice, Mondays and Tuesday. I'm recording this super early Wednesday morning, so we haven't really got any news about if he's going to play, but I think he's on track to play. It does suck that it's his toe. That's the one thing that's kind of tough because that could hurt his cuts. I'm still going to say, if he plays, you start him. Tyler Boyd is the only one that's like kind of fringe for me. But I think because Higgins is a little bit banged up, I think in a deeper league, in a flex, you play multiple flexes, I think you can get Tyler Boyd in there because so much emphasis is going to be put on Chase. Let's get over to the Sunday games, and we're going to start off with the Vikings at the Saints. So early on in the week, they said that Dalvin Cook was going to play. They said he just dislocated his shoulder. We've seen him put the harness on and ball out. So I'm going to say start him. All you guys who picked up Alexander Madison thinking he was going to play, just tuck him in on your bench. Not playing him. Not playing Ham or anybody else over there at the running back spot. And then for the Saints, it's so hard to sit Kamara, but I just I don't like Kamara anymore. He's banged up. Winston's banged up. I mean, everything is looking ugly over there for the Saints. But the thing that sucks is they're going up against the Minnesota Vikings, and the Minnesota Vikings are giving up the fourth most points to the running back position. So you still got to start them more of like a flex. If Minnesota does Minnesota things, it's probably going to end up in the RB2 category anyway. So you got to start them. It is what it is. Hopefully he just gets a bunch of greasy receptions. Now for the wide receivers. Here's the thing that's tough. Jefferson, you got to start him. The New Orleans Saints, they've been shutting down wide receivers. <laughs> so it's kind of just been a bunch of bad matchups for Jefferson. But how can you sit him? You can't. You got to play him. But when there's real bad matchups, because he's going to be matched up against Mark Slattimore, I'm going to play Thielen. It's just going to mean more openings for Thielen. So, yeah, if it's a bad matchup for Jefferson, I'm definitely going to be playing Thielen. He's been getting those red zone targets, and we love it. KJ Osborne, no, he's not a play. But if you're in an extra, extra deep league, you could get a lot worse because they're going to be throwing it a shit ton. Jefferson is going to be blanketed by Lattimore, getting a bunch of double team coverage over there. So you may just see Osborne get loose for another random touchdown where he's just wide open. 
Now, here's the tough part for the Saints. We don't know if Jarvis Landry and Michael Thomas are going to play. Michael Thomas is dealing with a foot injury. Been there, done that. Same shit. And Jarvis Landry dealing with an ankle injury. This is just something to monitor. You've got to be tapping in on our fantasy news show Monday through Friday, 1 p.m. Pacific time, 4 p.m. Eastern time. You got to tap in to follow up on these type of things. Because as of right now, I don't even want to say whether you should sit them or start them because it's not looking good for both those guys. But you know who it is looking good for? Chris Olave. I'm going to say whether these guys play or not, Chris Olave is a must start moving forward. Jameis is looking for him deep. You got to love it. If neither one of these guys play, I'm going to go with Traquan Smith, get him in there as well. He's in the concussion protocol right now, but he did get in a limited practice. And that's really the only thing that we can bank on right now is that he's at least trending in the right direction and that Michael Thomas has been hurt forever. Jarvis Landry is a little long in the tooth. So this is something that you just got to monitor all the way up until Sunday. So make sure you are tapping in. Let's move over to the Lions versus the Seahawks. For the Lions, we don't even know if DeAndre Swift's going to play. They're already making it sound like they're going to let him sit for his next two weeks to let the shoulder heal. And if he doesn't play, I mean, of course, you are firing up Jamal Williams. You got to. Look at the game that he had last week. Even when Swift is playing, Williams is still getting those goal line touches. So Jamal Williams, definitely sexy flexy this week. If Swift plays, you play him. You got no choice. But. From what it sounds like right now, that might not be happening. He might be missing those two weeks, and then they got the bye week. So for fantasy, he might be out for the next three weeks. Then for the Seahawks, Rashad Penny, not a thing. We're not playing him. Not going to do it. Can't do it. For the wide receivers, for the Lions, Amon Ra, you can't sit him, but it sucks. I really hope that his ankle is good to go because last week after he got hurt, he was kind of like a decoy out there. I'm not going to play anybody else. Josh Reynolds needs to be on the radar, though. We know that him and Goff, they have the rapport back from when they were on with the Rams. But outside of Amon Ra, like, I don't want anybody. If Amon Ra doesn't play, then we'll come up with some other ideas. But for right now, it's Amon Ra all the way. For the Seahawks, I'm not going to play DK Metcalf. He's going to be lined up against Jeff Okuda for most of the game. Jeff Okuda just punked Justin Jefferson last week. Obviously, DK has a little bit of a different build than Justin Jefferson, and he may not get punked at the line like Justin Jefferson did, but Okuda is going to shut him down. If I'm going to start anyone here, it's going to be Tyler Lockett. He's got the way easier matchup compared to DK, and he'll be the one that's getting open more often than not. So Tyler Lockett, yes, DK, it's got to be a super deep flex, but I'm just leaving him on the bench because you're really just hoping for a touchdown. The volume is not going to be there. Watch. Jets versus the Steelers, both teams kind of in shambles. Zach Wilson's supposed to make his return. So it kind of makes me hate the running backs actually getting like receptions over there, like super, super lame. Brees Hall and Michael Carter, though, I'm going to say they're both like flex worthy. I kind of don't want to start them, but depending on your options, you may have to throw them in there as a flex. For the Steelers, we got to play Najee. It sucks how bad everything's been over there, but you're playing Najee. It's just, it is what it is. Now for the Jets wide receivers, here's what gets tricky because these whole first three weeks of action, everything is with Joe Flacco. So now everything changes. And I think Elijah Moore is going to be the one who comes back to the forefront because him and Zach Wilson, they had a really nice rapport. So I'm going to say in a flex, go ahead and start Elijah Moore. And Garrett Wilson, I'm going to say in a flex, go ahead and start Garrett Wilson. Not going to play Corey Davis. And then for the Steelers wide receivers, I guess you got to play Deontay Johnson. I don't want to play him though. I bet he gets shut down 
by Sauce Garner. It's been real ugly over there. Deontay drops in his back. Like, I just don't want any part of that. So, yeah, Deontay Johnson, I'm going to say get him in there as a flex, maybe. But I'm saying look, at, look to put him on your bench this week. Bears at the Giants. Man, this is one of those games where I don't want to start anybody in it. So, for the Bears, Monty Burns may miss time. David Montgomery, we're still not 100% sure on Wednesday. But Khalil Herbert, there's a reason why he was the number one. He was one of the top waiver wire picks. So if Monty doesn't play, I'm going to say go ahead and fire up Khalil Herbert. But outside of that, we're not starting any wide receivers over there. You really don't want to start anybody over there, even though the Giants and whatever. So you would want to play your offensive players, but I don't want anything associated with the Bears right now. And then for the Giants, only one that I'm starting to say, Quan Barkley, screw everybody else. Maybe Richie James if you're deep diving, but yeah, I don't want it. Colts versus the Titans. You're starting Jonathan Taylor. You're starting Derrick Henry. There's no questions about that. Got to do what you got to do. For the wide receivers, though. So for the Colts, I'm starting Michael Pittman. I'm really not starting anybody else. It was ugly last week, but I think they get back on track. And then for the Titans, here's the thing that's tough. Bobby Trees. I mean, we love his nickname. But man, he had the production in week three. But he was just like blocking in week uh, two and one. I'm just going to say sit Bobby Trees. We're not going to chase that because I think the Titans are really going to want to grind this versus the Colts. So, yeah, we're not playing any wide receivers on the Titans. Texans versus the Chargers. Damian Pierce, I feel like unless you're in a super shallow league, it's kind of like a must start now, at least at a flex position. Unless you're talking a 10-team league, maybe you got three better running backs over there, but he's going to be getting the volume. Lovey Smith just wants to grind that ball. And that's going to be the game plan versus the chargers. Austin Eckler. You got to get him in there. We should see an uptick in receiving production. Now that, I mean, the left tackles out, so are going to be having to change things around a little bit, get him more involved in the short game, which is what we want. Wide receivers for the chargers. Keenan Allen is expected to get back to practice. If he plays, you got to play him. Is going to be two weeks that he missed, so it doesn't seem like they ru- they rushed him back. Josh Palmer, Keenan Allen doesn't play. You got to sit him down. Mike Williams, for sure. You're getting him in there. Keenan Allen plays. You're getting him in there. Keenan Allen doesn't play. You're getting him in there. Texans is too good of a matchup. Now, this is kind of tough, though, for the Texans because Brandon Cooks, He's been so mediocre so far. It's not his fault. Texans offense has just been so mediocre to start. But I'm going to say get Brandon Cooks in there this week. We're not going to start Nico or anybody else. Yeah, let's get Cooks in there. Falcons at the Browns. I think you got to start Corduroy Pimpin. He's getting a lot of volume. The one thing that sucks, he's not really getting any pass work. You still got to play him. For the Browns, of course, you're playing Nick Chubb. He's never going to sit. Kareem Hunt is the one always in question. I'm going to say flex worthy this week. Go ahead and flex them. And then the wide receivers for the Browns. Amari Cooper is really the only one worth getting out there right now. He is going to have a tough matchup versus AJ Terrell, but I think he's still wide receiver too flex worthy. So you got to get him in there. He's been getting too much volume over there. Brissett obviously likes targeting him. And then for the Falcons, Drake London, you got to get him in there. The Browns, one of their weaknesses is their corners and their secondary. So Drake London, he's been getting the volume. Let's get him in there. 
Cowboys versus the Commanders. I don't want to play Zeke. I really don't. I understand that based on your options, you probably got to play him. I'm still going to say play Tony Pollard over Zeke and sit Zeke down if you have the luxury to. And then for the Commanders, Gibson, I'll get him in there. We got to get him in there until Brian Robinson comes back. Got to get him in there. Wide receivers for the Commanders. Scary Terry, you always play him. Because look what happened last week. It was so bad for so long. And then he ends up getting 100 yards on the day. There's always going to be some garbage time going down for the Commanders. I'm going to say Curtis Samuel is flex worthy. And I'm going to say Dotson is flex worthy. Well, obviously. So, yeah, let's do it. Then for the Cowboys, of course, CD, you're playing him. Noah Brown, I'm just kind of like this because we don't know if Gallup is going to be coming back or not. Because they made it seem like Gallup's going to be coming back for week three. Then he doesn't end up coming back. But if Gallup comes back, Noah Brown, you just sit him down. And I don't even want to start Gallup when he comes back either. I want to see it with Cooper Rush first. Because Noah Brown, he still may get more targets than Gallup when he comes back. Because Noah Brown and Cooper Rush, they were on the team twos together for a while. Eagles at the Jaguars. Got to start Miles Sanders. I mean, with the way that this passing game's working, it's just opened up so many lanes for him. And for the Jags, I'm sitting down Travis Etienne. I'm playing James Robinson. Like, is there still people out there who have James Robinson on their bench? Dude is the running back three in fantasy football right now. Play him. Wide receivers for the Eagles. You're playing A.J. Brown. You're playing Devonta Smith. And really, that's it. For the Jaguars. The Eagles have such a tough cornerback wide receiver matchup for anyone who goes up against them. Christian Kirk, he's been so good. And I'm going to say he's flex worthy, but I say we got to lower expectations. Look at what happened to Scary Terry last week. Luckily on like those last drives or whatever, he kind of like made up for whatever day. Justin Jefferson the week before that gets kind of shut down. So I'm going to say Kirk is flex worthy, but it also makes Zay Jones and Marvin Jones also flex worthy as well because Christian Kirk is going to get slowed down. I'm not saying start those guys in a really shallow league, but they definitely need to be put in play because the Eagles are going to score a bunch of points, even though the Jaguars do have a really dope defense. And I think people are sleeping on their defense. Eagles are going to score. Jags are going to have to throw it a bunch. And I think Zay Jones and Marvin Jones end up being flex worthy because of it. Last 10 o'clock game, 10 o'clock for us West Coasters. We got the Ravens versus the Bills. Not starting any running backs for the Ravens. Singletary, you got to start him. He's flex worthy, man. They're just, they're going to keep grinding the ball. There's going to be so many teams that slow down the air raid for Josh Allen to throw the two high safeties and and then Singletary's just going to end up getting the work. I know he said he's going to be more of a second-half guy. You know, when it starts to really get cold, they're really going to start grinding it. But everyone else over there is just so mediocre. Zach Moss, James Cook, they're just whatever. Singletary is the only one that's really, like, shown flashes of looking good. So I'm going to say start him in a flex. And then for the wide receivers, you're not sitting Stefan Diggs. I know he's a little bit banged up right now. That's why you got to make sure you come tune in for fantasy news today. One West Coast, four Eastern, Monday through Friday. So you can get the updates on these guys. And Gabe Davis, the Archangel, let's get him. Let's throw him in there. And nobody else. Isaiah McKenzie, I mean, he's looking all right. I think he was just getting more work because Gabe Davis maybe wasn't 100% last week. But now, another week removed from being banged up. I'm going to say, Gabe Davis. Stefan Diggs. Those are the only guys we're starting this week for the Bills. 
Let's get into the afternoon games now. We're starting off with the Panthers versus the Cardinals. Sucks because you have to start CMC, and he's been so mediocre. Panthers in general have just been mediocre. The new Super Beats Heart Shoes Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. Support your healthy CoQ10 levels and blood pressure with two chews a day. Visit RadioBeatsBeets.com and save 15% with promo code DEAL. For the Cardinals, you got to start James Conner. Even if it's a flex, I find it hard to believe that you'll have three better running backs than James Conner, unless you're in an eight or a 10-man league. That's possible. Then the wide receivers for the Panthers. I don't want to play anybody, man. Like Everybody's been so, so fluky. Baker doesn't like DJ Moore. He's never thrown it to him. And hopefully this is the reverse jinx that he needs. But the Cardinals do have some dope cornerbacks, and they got some dope safeties. That's another reason why. Really, CMC is the only one that I want to play for the Panthers. And then for the Cardinals, Marquise Brown, I think he's going to get slowed down a little bit by Dante Jackson. But I'm still going to say at least start him as a flex. And Greg Dortch, come on. We've been telling you to start him for these past couple weeks. Until DeAndre Hopkins comes back, I say he's a start. Rondell Moore hasn't been playing. If he comes back, maybe he cuts in to the targets that he's getting. But I still say start him because Rondell Moore has never been more than kind of like a gadget guy. He's never really demanded the targets. Greg Dortch been getting those targets. Raiders versus the Broncos. This is going to be a real ugly game. Not too excited for this one. For the Raiders, I've got to start Josh Jacobs, at least in a flex, unless you're in a super shallow league. For the Broncos, you got to start Javante. And then you got to start Melvin Gordon also, at least in a flex. And the Raiders are giving up the third most points to the running backs. Everybody has had solid outings against them all year. Sucks that Melvin Gordon is eating so much into Javante's work, but it is what it is. I say you got to start both of those guys in this game. One reason why these guys' games have been so ugly, the Raiders and the Broncos, because they haven't been given up a lot through the air. And I think it's because, at least for the Raiders, because teams have been running on them so crazy, they really haven't had to throw it that much. Look at last week. Every time they were thrown in, Bobby Trees was wide open, but, you know, Derrick Henry just destroyed them on the ground. So Sutton and Judy for the Broncos. I still think you got to flex them at least. Unless you're in a super, super shallow league, you're not going to play them just because the matchup and they're probably going to get the run game going like crazy on them. And then for the Raiders, man, this this sucks. Devontae Adams is not living up to expectations right now. But he's still the only one that I would start out there. I don't want to start Hollins. Renfro, he's still in concussion protocol. Just looking ugly over there for the Raiders. So really, it's Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs, and that's it. Outside of that, they got to turn some shit around. And here we go with the last afternoon game. Only three afternoon games in week four. The Packers versus the Patriots. Mac Jones is not going to play. It's going to be Brian Hoyer. This game, I believe, is going to be very, very ugly. Got to start Aaron Jones, even though he had an off week in week three. And you got to start A.J. Dillon, at least in the flex. Patriots are going to be trying to grind the ball, taking the ball away from the Packers. And the Packers are really going to try to run the ball and just keep it away from the Patriots and just grind down their defense. For the Patriots, I'm going to say start both their running backs as well. I think this is going to be a super, super heavy run game. And I think with Brian Hoyer, they're just going to mix in a lot more running back play. So Damian Harris, flex-worthy. Ramondre Steven, flex-worthy. Wide receivers, though. For the Patriots, whoever their number one is, unless Jair Alexander doesn't play. I know he got hurt 
this past week, but if he plays, he's going to be shutting down whoever their number one is. And we don't know about Jacoby Myers, if he's going to be making it back. So as of right now, I'm just going to say hold on the Patriots wide receivers. Just don't play any of them. Whoever the number one is, I'll say take that guy and play that person only just because even though Jair Alexander is probably going to shut that person down to a certain extent, Hoyer really is just going to pepper one guy. He's always been that dude. And then for the Packers, I think it's Dubs and it's Lazard. Those are really the only guys who I'm going to be playing out there. Both those guys are just flex worthy, not even like locked and loaded starters, but definitely flex worthy depending on your options. Those are the guys who I'd play Lazard and Dubs. And for this week, specifically I'm going to take Lazard because Bill is pretty good about taking away these rookie wide receivers. Sunday night football. We've been waiting all day for Sunday night bucks versus the chiefs. I'm excited about this one. Got to start Lenny, even though it's been bad because of their line and Clyde he's been whatever, but dude, he's the number four running back in fantasy right now. Like we got to keep playing him. It's a really really horrible matchup for him that's the one reason why he's more flex worthy than rb2 but he's just been getting too much work and he's on a high powered offense so we got to take the shot on him wide receivers for the chiefs like man it is such a guessing game over there and i honestly don't want to guess i'm just gonna say don't play any of them this is probably gonna be the hardman game i'm feeling it juju's been kind of whatever over there and juju's probably going to be getting the carlton davis treatment so it's really Kelsey to the moon, you know, but I think Hardman is going to be the guy. If you're going to play anyone in a super, super deep league flex, go ahead and throw Hardman in there. Outside of that, I don't want to play any of these wide receivers. It's going to be all about the tight end. And then for the Bucks, we know Mike Evans is coming back. you got to play him. We don't know about Chris Godwin or Julio yet. Still super early, so we got to monitor this. If Godwin plays, I'm playing them. I don't want to play Julio, though. And we made it all the way to Monday Night Football. We got an NFC West barn burner on our hands here. 49ers versus the Rams. Bad, bad matchup for both running backs here. I'm going to say Jeff Wilson. I'm going to say start him in a flex. If you have the luxury of sitting him down because you're in a more shallow league, I'll say do it. But I know most of you guys are listening are probably in 12 team leagues. You know, maybe you got a flex or two might not have the luxury of sitting them with all these injuries. So I feel it for the Rams. It's cam season. Now we said it last week that it's going to be cam. Who's going to be taking over because he already got more touches. He didn't get more snaps. So hopefully you guys listened last week when I was talking about that on the show and I don't like the matchup here, but I'll say if you got to play cam, go ahead and play him. I'm not playing Henderson. I'm sitting him down. Then for the wide receivers, I mean, come on. Of course, it's Cooper Cup that you're starting them. I still think Allen Robinson is going to be flex-worthy in this game because the 49ers, I mean, they are amazing against the rush, but they're just kind of whatever against the pass. And I think Stafford's going to shred them up a little bit. And then for the 49ers, Debo and Ayuk, I'm going to say get both guys in there in this game because both teams are going to be shutting down the run, but I think both teams are going to be forced to throw it a little bit. And I think it is going to be fantasy relevant through the air. It's just probably not going to be too fantasy relevant on the ground with these two defenses. And there you have it. Week four must start, must sit running back and wide receivers. If you made it all the way to the end of the video and you haven't hit subscribe, shame on you. Smash that subscribe button right now. Turn on all notifications because we got a bunch of shows 
that are going down. Make sure you come back today at 1 West Coast time, 4 Eastern for Fantasy News Today, Monday through Friday. We're bringing you all the news that is going to help you dominate your league. So come back. We'll see you there. Peace out, peeps. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, when it's time, when it's grind. I got the ring, I'm the champ, I'm the genie of the lamp. smoke that joint why pay more for a separate coq10 supplement enjoy twice the benefits with super beats heart choose advanced from the number one doctor pharmacist and cardiologist recommended beat brand for heart health support the new super beats heart choose advanced by human is now infused with coq10 that's essentially like getting coq10 for free our powerful blend of beetroot grapeseed extract and CoQ10 ingredients support nitric oxide production, healthy blood pressure, healthy CoQ10 levels, and heart-healthy energy with two tasty chews a day. Plus, Superbeats Heart Chews Advance are plant-based, so you get heart-healthy energy without stimulants. For a limited time, get a free 30-day supply of Superbeats Heart Chews on all bundles and 15% off your first order by going to RadioBeats.com and using promo code DEAL. That's radio, B-E-E-T-S dot com, code DEAL.